nurses, the annual Gallup poll has once again identified nurses as the most trusted professionals in the United States. Let's discuss how to leverage such trust, amplify your voice, and elevate your nursing career right here on episode 143 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of The Nurse Keith Nation, whether you're listening for the first time or you've been tuning in for months or even years. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of podcasters over at PulseMediaNetwork.com, along with RNFM Radio, Your Next Shift, the Gluten-Free RN, and the Introvert Biz Growth Podcast. I want to remind you that you can help other people find the show by leaving a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. If you would do that for me, I would be so, so grateful. Please shoot me an email if you do leave a rating and review, and I will give you a shout out and read your review right here on the air. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, hop on over to nursekeith.com forward slash episode 143. Anyway, I am thrilled as always that you're here with me listening to this show. So let's jump into the studio and dig into today's topic. Come on with me. Well, folks... On Monday, January 15th, over on Digital Doorway, I published a blog post entitled Nurses, Gallup, and Amplifying Your Voice. And that's right, the Gallup poll has come out once again. Actually, it came out just before the turn of the year from 2017 to 2018, and I'm just catching up with the news, but I digress. The Gallup poll came out, and drumroll please. And nurses have been voted by the public of the United States once again as the most trustworthy and honest professionals in the country. I'm not surprised. You're probably not surprised. This is 16 or 17 years in a row now. But yes, we are at the top. So this is very interesting, and I want to put a different spin on this today. But first, I want to unpack the meaning of the Gallup poll and the data that just came out in late 2017. So in this first poll, 82% of respondents rated nurses as high or very high in terms of trustworthiness, while physicians received only 65%. So we had quite a big margin between nurses and physicians. Meanwhile, members of Congress, remember them? They are seen as trustworthy and honest by a measly 11% of respondents, just one more percent than those people who sell used cars. And even judges, those people who dispense justice in the American justice system, they clocked in at 43% with clergy members only at 42%. So nurses, we are seen as more trustworthy and honest by 82% of respondents and clergy only 42%. That blows my mind. As you can see, we are sailing way above the rest, and even military officers came in at number two with 71%. So we were ahead by 11% of officers of the military. 
So this data says a lot about how Americans feel about these 21 different or 22 different professions that are assessed by Gallup in this annual poll. And people have come to pay a lot of attention to this poll. And we nurses pay attention because we're always at the top. You know, from my perspective, even though the public doesn't really know what we do still, they mostly think that nurses all work in hospitals and they don't really understand the breadth and depth of who we are and what we're capable of and, you know, how nurse practitioners have gained so much more practice authority. The public doesn't really know that, but when you mention nurse, the word nurse to the public, they react and they react quite positively. And this isn't meant, as I said in the blog post, to canonize nurses. This isn't a hagiography of nurses painting us as saints. However, we have to basically own the fact and own up to the fact that the public sees us in this way, that we are admired and that we are seen as people to whom they can come with questions, concerns, and basically to put their life in our hands. So if we are so respected, if we are so trusted, then we can actually use our voices in many, many different ways to impact public policy, to impact public opinion, the media, legislation. There's so many ways that we can leverage this for ourselves, for our profession, for our local communities, and also for society as a whole. We can speak up and be heard and trusted if we want to talk about sexual harassment and sexual violence, if we want to chime in on subjects like human trafficking or child welfare or elder welfare or elder abuse, any contemporary issue that we nurses feel that we want to say something about, people will probably listen because they trust us. What I want to talk about in this particular episode is what this means for you and your nursing career and how you can translate this trust into a personal slash professional benefit for you, and also how you can impact the larger world in a very, very positive way. So first, as a nurse with RN after your name or any number of other nursing-related credentials, you can leverage that public trust in a variety of ways to your own benefit, and you can also use it to impact all sorts of areas of public and private life. So first, let me say that we recognize, and I have talked about this before, that when something really big happens in the news, let's say something related to public health, like a flu epidemic, or H1N1, or a tuberculosis outbreak, or an outbreak of measles or mumps or whatever, what have you. When something like that happens, who does the media usually call for an opinion? They call doctors. They call epidemiologists. And that's perfectly fine. But why don't they call public health nurses? Why don't they call nurses and say, hey, what do you think about this? You interact with the public on a daily basis. It's because they don't think of us. The media doesn't necessarily have a bunch of nurses in their virtual Rolodexes and they say, oh, here's a breaking story about public health or healthcare. I'm going to call a nurse. No, they call a doctor. What we need to do in terms of this trust is we need to, or we can, reach out to our 
local, regional, national, or even international media outlets and let them know that we are available for an opinion. Now, if you are a nurse entrepreneur or you're a nurse who is trying to grow a national or international standing in terms of being a public speaker or anything else that you do, it would be great for you to get on the media, to get on the news, to be interviewed for your expert opinion on a particular subject. If you are a person who feels that you would like to be someone who the media contacts, well, reach out to your local public radio station. Reach out to your local or regional news outlets, whether it's TV, newspaper, magazine, it doesn't matter. Talk to the editors, talk to the reporters who cover healthcare or public policy or healthcare policy, and let them know that you are available for comment whenever they need a nurse's voice mixed into what they are reporting. You can also offer to become a commentator. You know, some local radio stations, whether they're public radio or not, they often have local people who don't have to be celebrities. They're just local professionals who have a particular area of interest or expertise, and they are featured as a commentator, maybe weekly or monthly or biweekly or maybe just periodically to comment on issues of the day. So if you like to, let's say, try out being on the radio or you'd like to write an opinion piece, an op-ed for your local newspaper once a week or once a month on issues related to healthcare, you could pitch that to your local media outlets and see what they have to say. This could be great if perhaps you're thinking about running for public office. Maybe you want to run for school board or city council or mayor or state senator or state representative. Yes, there are lots of nurses who are out there serving in public office and many, I think, who will be running in the years to come in this particular political climate at this time. That is a great way to start building your reputation locally, regionally, or even nationally as a commentator, as an expert who has something to say. You can leverage your nurseness in order to become a well-known or respected expert who chimes in on particular issues. And you can also leverage your nurseness in terms of being able to capitalize on the fact that you are a nurse, that you are a healthcare professional, and that your opinion matters. Whether it's talking about human trafficking or debates about the safety of vaccines or the effectiveness of the vaccines or anything else that you feel like you would like to chime in on. You know, there are lots of interesting and important contemporary issues facing our society, whether it's the notion of healthcare reform or immigration or the health of the homeless population, whatever it is, your opinion as a nurse matters. What you need to do is realize that it matters, own it, and then realize that you have a voice that these media outlets can actually amplify and you can actually have an impact on many, many people. Another way that you can use your power as a nurse and the influence of your nurseness is to meet with or speak to or write to your state, local, and national legislators on important issues. Now, I was just talking about chiming in in the media about issues that are important to you. 
But if you want to advocate around public policy, a great way is to actually meet with your legislators and tell them your opinion. And I'll tell you why. I've spoken to a lot of legislators here in New Mexico, and I've also spoken to our congresspeople and our senators who serve in Washington, D.C., and what I've learned is this. Lots of people sign petitions online, you know those emails you get and you add your name for moveon.org or whatever organization you're supporting or you're a member of. Those petitions are fine, but they see those kind of as a form of political spam almost, because it's so simple, it's so easy to sign a petition, and it doesn't really let them know what you as an individual think. Now, if you write a letter and send it in the mail, that counts big time. They really read those letters, they file them, they collate them, they keep track of how many people are contacting them, and they really do consider that if you take the time to sit down and write a letter as a nurse about a policy issue or healthcare-related issue that you really feel passionate about, they figure that there are at least hundreds or thousands of people who feel like you who haven't gone to the trouble of getting in touch. A letter from you can have an outsized impact on the opinion that a legislator has on a particular issue. Now think about this. You have a state legislator who, let's say, is a rancher. Like here in New Mexico, we have state legislators who work in all sorts of businesses. So let's say this particular person is a rancher. Now this rancher probably doesn't know a lot about nursing and healthcare other than his own personal experience, or maybe he knows a little bit based on the legislation that's come across his desk, but let's say the Nurse Practice Act in the state goes before the legislature. Who is going to educate this legislator on what the Nurse Practice Act should do, what it should look like, what the breadth and depth of the scope of practice of a nurse or a nurse practitioner should be? Well, if you're not going to chime in, if you're not going to let your legislator know what you think about the Nurse Practice Act, guess who might? Physicians and physician groups who want to limit the powers and the breadth and depth and scope of practice of nurses and nurse practitioners in your state. It's happened here in New Mexico and it happens in your states as well. So if you want to go to meet with your legislator or write to them or speak with them on the phone... What you can do is be an expert who actually can educate them on something of which they are relatively ignorant and of which you are not ignorant whatsoever. So you are the person who can educate that individual in power who's actually going to vote on legislation, laws that are actually going to impact your ability to practice in the way that you practice. So think about it that way. I'm involved as a member of the board of directors of the New Mexico Nurses Association, and we are a very politically active organization. We have one of the most broad scopes of practices for nurses and nurse practitioners anywhere in the country, and that's because nurses have actually met with their legislators and have pushed the envelope and really educated them to what they should think about these particular issues. That's the media, and that's the legislature, and for you to lean in and influence public policy. Another way that you can leverage your nurseness is to reach out to your healthcare colleagues, whether they're nurses or not, and you can form mastermind groups and support networks. You can have a group of nurses or other healthcare colleagues who get together once a month and you talk about your careers, for instance. Or maybe you want to 
educate one another about what you each do in your particular jobs. That trust that you have from the public, that trust is also there from your colleagues. So use that to your advantage. Use it in a way to reach out to colleagues who you want to network with. Use it as a way to reach people whose brains you want to pick, people who you think just are an amazing fountain of information and wisdom, and you want to be able to tap that. You want to tap their genius and be able to allow them to tap your genius as well. Another way that you can use the public's trust, going back to the Gallup poll, is you can launch a blog like I have or launch a podcast just like this one to share your opinion on issues that are important to you. Just like I was saying how you could go to the media and offer your opinion or be a commentator or write a column or an op-ed for your local newspaper, well, you can become your own media outlet. You don't have to go to local media outlets create your own. This is the 21st century, so no one's stopping you from launching a blog, a podcast, a website. You can open up a Twitter account, a Facebook account as a professional, an Instagram account, a LinkedIn profile, however it is you would like to influence the opinions of others or share your expertise with others, you can do that. You can do it because you have the power to do it. And because you have that RN after your name, a lot of people are going to listen to what you have to say. So yes, you can go to the media and work for them or just volunteer for them, or you can become your very own media outlet, create your own platforms and say whatever it is that you want and disseminate any opinions that you want, whether it's about healthcare or not, because you're a nurse, there's that intrinsic trust and that will take you far in terms of people believing in what you have to say and knowing that what you have to say is valuable. Now, a few minutes ago, I mentioned that I'm a member of the board of directors of the New Mexico Nurses Association. It's great to be a board member. It is a great resume builder. It's also a great way to learn new skills, like I'm learning how to navigate the political system and to meet with my local representatives and national representatives, and I'm being trained and mentored by other members of the NMNA here in New Mexico. Now, you don't have to join the board of directors of a nursing organization if you don't want to. That might feel really boring to you. Maybe you want to join the board of directors of a local nonprofit, maybe an organization that works with the homeless or children or whatever nonprofit floats your boat. It could even be related to the environment or transportation. It doesn't really matter. But as a nurse, when you apply to be on the board of directors, when you say you're a registered nurse, that gets people's attention. Because why? Because people trust us. So that's another way to leverage your nurseness, to leverage that trust, and to use it to build your career. And one of the ways you can build your career is to join boards, to put those on your resumes, to learn those new skills, to broaden the scope of who you are as a citizen, and get involved in organizations that really mean something to you. Another way that you can influence your community and use the goodness of 
being a nurse for the service of others is to partner with local faith leaders. Perhaps you belong to a church or a synagogue or a mosque and you have something in mind that you would like to do as a community service. Well, as a nurse, that faith leader is going to look at you and feel a certain level of, you guessed it, trust because you're a nurse, because you're one of those trusted healthcare professionals and they're going to want to hear what you have to say. So if you want to do a community service project for the public good, go to a local faith leader and say, hey, I noticed that you have a relatively activist organization and you're out there in the community. I have this idea. What do you think? And just see where that goes. Nurses are, like I said in the blog post on Digital Doorway, a force to be reckoned with on many, many levels. So many of us are skilled clinicians. We are researchers, we're educators, we're academics, we work in the business world, we work in the corporate world, we're entrepreneurs, and we are also the holders of vast amounts of knowledge and expertise and skill. And now in the 21st century, the breadth and depth of who we are and what we can accomplish is virtually unlimited. So the sky is the limit, folks. The world is your oyster. So whatever it is you want to accomplish, this trust that people have in you as a nurse and in us as nurses as a collective is a wonderful thing that you can write home about. That is gold for you to mine for your career and the good of your community. So folks, you yourself, you are also a force to be reckoned with. Yes, nurses are collectively, but you individually are a force to be reckoned with as well. You're a force for good and your voice, your opinion, what you have to add to the ongoing collective conversation is important. So I want you to think about the paths that you would like to choose to forge ahead, either in service or in service to yourself. However you want to utilize that, Look at your personal mission. Look at your values. Look at what it is you want to bring to the world. Look at how you want to steer your career in the next five years or 10 years or 20 years. And think about these things that I have offered as examples of ways to influence what's going on out there, to influence other people. And think about what you would like to do. We are members of a very influential profession. We are powerful movers and shakers on many different levels of society. So folks, feel that power inside of you. Choose how you want to make it come to life in your own career, in your professional journey, and in your professional life. And as a nurse, remember, you are more valuable than you think and you have a lot to contribute, and I want you to contribute whatever it is that really speaks to you and will make you feel really wonderful about the life you're living and the career that you have created for yourself. So folks, there you have it. That is episode 143 of the Nurse Keith Show. Remember to do your homework. Go back through this podcast. Go to the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 143. Read the original blog post. There's a link right there in the show notes. Look at that list of the ways in which you can influence others and influence your community and also help your career and pick something that you would like to do. 
And if you would like my advice about how to make that happen, say you want to approach a local faith leader about a service mission that you have an idea about, email me at keith at nursekeith.com. We can have a quick chat or go back and forth by email. I'll give you some advice about how to make it happen. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered by this episode, and I want you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and your career development. And did you know that you could become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show? That's right. You can join Wendy Davidson and Bradley Sandoval, who became patrons over the last few months. They give a little bit of money to the Nurse Keith Show every month. They show me a little love. It helps me expand the show, pay for promotion, and reach more and more nurses with the messages that I have here. Head over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith to learn more and find out about the great prizes and value I can give you as a monthly supporter of the show. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell and his team at thepodcastinggroup.com, and social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappiespeason. I consistently want to thank Tim and Mark and Tim's team for their help because I couldn't do this without them. Sign up for my newsletter over at nursekeith.com. Remember to check out the Pulse Media Network at pulsemedianetwork.com. Go to Amazon, check out my new book, Aspire to be Inspired, Creating a Nursing Career That Matters. So folks, I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again and again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, Create success, seek joy, keep in touch. Adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. Adios. 